Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We're here today to talk about the partnership between Sesame Street and all our military families. My name is Louise Webb. I'm a professional educator, a curriculum developer, and researcher for the Military Child Education Coalition. And I'm also a parent of two boys and the spouse of a retired military service member. And joining me today is Sabrina Huda. She's the project director for Sesame Workshop. So Sabrina, first off, thank you for being here. We appreciate your time and sharing your information with us today. So can you share with our listeners how Sesame Street began working and supporting with military families? Of course, Louise. Thank you, first of all, for having me here today. So Sesame Workshop, we always knew that when a parent or guardian is serving in the military, the whole family is serving. And Sesame Street for Military Families has been a 13-year-long initiative to support all of our families looking at it really through a young child's perspective, so really supporting our young ones, ages 2 to 8, through all of those military milestones in their life. We tackle the big topics like deployments, multiple deployments, homecomings, injuries, and grief, but also those everyday challenges such as just getting used to routines after making a big move. Our goal has always been to address those ongoing needs that are so unique to our military children related to their experiences and transitions. Well, I can tell you as a military parent, uh, like I said, my husband's retired now, but I definitely depended on Sesame Street when my boys were younger. So we, as military families, we certainly appreciate everything Sesame Street does. So as I said, you guys have done so many wonderful things for military families. And one of the resources that I encountered was your Sesame Street for Military Families website. So can you go into a little more detail about that website for families? And also, in this day and age of technology, are there any apps that you can tell us about that families can access? Yeah, so, you know, Louise, a lot of people know us for our original initiative called Talk, Listen, Connect. That came out in 2006. It was post-9-11 when there were a lot of families with young children and a lot of parents getting deployed. Um, We created this amazing toolkit, printed it, and we were able to distribute it to so many families. But, you know, with evolution and, as you said, with technology now, so much has changed. And we've basically taken all of those tools and resources, we've updated them for an online experience, and we now have them on our website. It's a free website, and it's sesamestreetformilitaryfamilies.org. This site is for all families. It's an adult site. It's really not just for kids to come on and play games. It's for an experience with the parent and the child because we're tackling some of these great big resources and milestones that are going through with this family. Um, The website is for all families. It's also for community service providers, and all of the resources are available in English and Spanish. 
we wanted to make sure that these are available to all families when they need it. They can access it on any device. They can even play some of the games we've developed in recent years. And we are so excited that we have a great app that we've just updated and relaunched in the App Store. It's our big moving adventure app. We know summer is coming soon, and a lot of our military families are getting ready for their next PCS and all of those tough transitions that come with it, settling into a new home, leaving behind old friends and family. So on our site and through this app, we have some great tips and advice for parents. We have some fun moving labels and cards for kids. It's an app and an experience a family can do together. The app particularly helps kids and families talk through the steps of the whole move together, from the first beginning to really hearing about the news. How do you break it to your young ones? To packing, saying goodbye to the old home, to old friends, their school, and then traveling to the new one. Some of the updates we made recently are we have some scavenger hunts along the way to make the adventure a little bit more fun, and we also incorporated a photo tool so kids can save some memories and take pictures along the way. And again, this app is free, and it's available on all of the stores, the Android, iPhone, as well as the Amazon store. Oh, my gosh, I love that it's free for everybody. And I think what stuck out to me the most was that, like you said, it, it is for parents and kids, but the idea is for them to use the site together. So you can't get any better than that. So I'm so glad that, that your site is set up in that particular way. So is there anything else in particular on the website that you want to take another few minutes and highlight for everybody? Yeah, thank you, Louise. I think what would be really nice to highlight is what makes this different from what our original initiative was with Talk, Listen, Connect. And because it's a website, we have these really great interactive games, but they're also educational. Um, all of the games can be found right on the home page. There's a little drop-down, and it says for military children. But they're also scattered across the different topic pages based on how they support the curriculum of what we're trying to get across. Three of the games I'll highlight. Our first one is Feeling Faces, and it's really a fun, fun glossary of emotions that kids and parents can kind of go through the glossary together. It's on a little carousel um, hosted by Elmo, Abby, and Oscar because sometimes you're just grouchy. The highlight of this was really giving kids vocabulary, you know. Kids can feel, you know, not just happy, sad, and angry. There's such a range of emotions, and sometimes they feel multiple emotions at once. So we want to give them the language to talk about those emotions. To take it to the next step, we also have another game called Mood Monster, and this helps kids explore how our faces and bodies express emotions. And again, get that with that goal of starting that conversation with the parent and the child on how to show their feelings. So, you know, maybe after they've just announced they're going on a, you know, they're moving, they're PCSing, you know, playing this game on how the child is really reacting to this and how they can prepare their children to make this move as positive as possible. Um, we also have our comfy cozy nest. I think it's our favorite yet. Um, this is all about the everyday. You know, we know that the tools of building resilience, which is just so, you know, what is so unique about our military families, but these tools really happen in the everyday, not, you know, so you are prepared when those big milestones happen in your life. And Comfy Cozy Nest, I think, is a game that's a testament to that. It's all about teaching simple mindfulness and resilience techniques like belly breathing, take three big breaths, positive self-talk, as well as helping families stay strong in both mind and body, and just, you know, help them build that everyday resilience so when the stresses of military life happen, they're ready to go. I love all these moods, the mood monster and mm -hmm. the feeling faces and 
it's just so great for kids. It's a it's a fun way for them to express how they're feeling because you know they're little. Sometimes we just yeah. they can't articulate exactly what's going on. So your games can definitely help bring out that. And again, like we said, the parent is with the child, so they learn they learn right away. So so much fun. You also mentioned, and I love this, that the website isn't just for military parents, but it's also for providers. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. You know, we are so excited when we were able to launch our new provider section on the website last year. And, you know, by provider, what we mean is anyone who touches the life of a child. It could be their healthcare team. It could be their school, their teachers. It could be their physical therapist, uh, child care specialist. While this section was created primarily for healthcare providers, we do believe it can support all for providers who engage with military families they serve. Um, there's videos to really learn about military life, there's tips, there's resource sheets. Quite often, a lot of providers are civilians, so they're not familiar with the military culture and those ongoing challenges and experiences unique to military families. So our goal with this section was really to like bridge that divide and build communities and strengthen the relationships between military families and their larger circle of care in their community. Yeah, I agree that sometimes civilians don't always understand the military lifestyle, so educating providers with that sort of a piece so they can help kids and families is huge. So I love that your website has a section for providers as well. So I remember seeing some posts on the Sesame Street Facebook page last year, particularly in the month of April, as you know, month April's month of the military child. So your site highlighted some stories of how Sesame Street helped military families. And I was wondering if you had a particular story that you'd love to share with us today about how Sesame Street helped a particular military family. Of course. You know, month of the military child is its really our favorite month. It's so exciting for us here. Aside from just really highlighting our resources, really, you know, highlighting all the amazing things our kids do, but we also get to highlight those families. We ask them all to send us pictures, quotes, stories about their military adventure. There's so many to choose from, but I thought what I would do for your for your listeners today is rather than talk about a story, I wanted to share it in their words, and I wanted to share a quote that was submitted to us. Thanks, Sesame Street, for making the big moving adventure from Virginia to Japan go smoothly. We used your app in moving labels, which really helped our five-year-old process his feelings about the move. They helped him keep involved in the process and identify what was important to him. He was excited on this end to identify his belongings. As we walked into the first day of kindergarten, he told me, Well, Mommy, we're all set in Japan. We have a house and our things, and now I'm off to school. He also told me he gets to make friends all over the world. The resources you provided us help me and my husband um, give us the words and the tools to make a chaotic time go surprisingly smoothly. Thank you. So, Louise, when we get these stories, it just reminds us that we get to do this great work. You know, we get to create these resources for our families and their children who've sacrificed so much for us. It's so rewarding. It's why we love doing what we do at Sesame Workshop here. And we really, really love hearing from our families. And we hope that your listeners today, uh, you know, share some of their stories, share some of their photos. Our Facebook page is just at Sesame Street for Military Families, right on Facebook. Um, They can always send us a message. They can comment, and they should definitely follow us. That's awesome. 
that's a great a great story that that family shared. That's a big move, I'll tell you, going from Virginia to Japan. So having your resources at their fingertips was a huge help. I will share real quickly that I've seen the moving labels, and I love that the kids can write their name on the label and then put it on their boxes, and then the movers know exactly which room that the son or daughter's box needs to go to. And I know as a military parent myself, setting up my kids' bedrooms was one of the very, well, my kitchen first, and then setting up my bedroom, the boys' bedrooms first was a big thing. So that's amazing. So, Sabrina, thank you so much for being here. I hope you'll hang on because we have another exciting interview to take place right now in our podcast. So I'm excited to share with all our listeners that we have Rosita with us on our podcast. So Rosita lives on Sesame Street with her family and friends, and I do have some a few questions for her. So Rosita, would you like to say hello to all our listeners? Absolutely. Hello, listeners. Hello, Miss Louise. I'm so happy that, that that you guys are here with us listening. And Miss Louise, thank you for inviting me. I'm, I feel so special. Well, I feel special, too. I am thrilled that you're here. So uh, <laughs> I hope that you're going to share lots of things with our listeners today so they can learn a little bit more about you and Sesame Street. So let's see. Let me ask my first question. So how old are you? Ms. Louise, I am five years old. Yes. Five years old. All right. So as you probably already heard, we're talking about kids with parents that serve in our military. So do you know any military kids? Oh, Ms. Louise, of course, I know a lot of military kids. I am very lucky to to be able to have friends like like them. They are so cool and brave and and um and you know what i I also been very lucky because Elmo and I visited some military um bases. We were in Germany and we were in Hawaii and Guam and some here in the United States, so we made friends all over. They are so cool. That's amazing that you got to travel and visit some military kids. I bet they loved seeing you and Elmo. That's that's really cool for sure. Yeah. Well, so, we I think yeah. we were more excited than them to meet them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I'm sure they were pretty excited to meet you too, but that's that's great that you guys all felt that comfort and that I just know that they loved seeing you. My boys would have would have loved to see you in person as well. Aww. So, since you yeah, since you visited military kids, then I'm sure you might be aware that they, they have some unique challenges, right? Sometimes they don't live close to their extended family members. So for our listeners, can you tell us, do you live near your grandparents or your aunts and uncles or any cousins? Yes, Miss Louise. I, you know, and my mommy and my papi and my abuela, my grandmother, we all live on Sesame Street. But my rest of the rest of my relatives, they're far away. Um, they're not close. So yes, it's I can't relate with the military kids. Um, to to feel that that you know my cousins that I really love, they're far away. But we we found different ways to keep in touch and to be close. You know. 
Well, that's what I was wondering. Can you share with, with everyone today, how do you do that? What, what are some of the things that your family does to stay in touch with your family that's far away? Yes. Well, first, you know, technology is amazing, right? We can FaceTime them. Um, but also when I really miss them, like really I have these feelings inside, my mommy helps me and we make a card for them and I make a drawing and, and we'll send them to them. And we also set a time of, of a week or a month. We always, for example, in my, in my house, we set a time in the month that we call them and we know that on Sunday afternoon we're all going to be in the phone talking to each other, seeing how is everybody, and, and I'm always waiting for that time to hear about all my relatives, so it's nice. I think the military kids, they can do that too, right? They really can, and I I think what you said is right. You look forward to that, right? You're getting ready. You know that it's going to happen. Your mommy lets you know that it's almost time to use the phone and talk to your cousin. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we get really excited. Yes. Oh, I bet. I bet. So when your friends and your family do get together, what kind of things do you like to do for fun on Sesame Street? Oh, we love music. We love music and games, but we love music because we like to dance, we like to sing, and we like to play instruments. I play the guitar, so we're always doing that. Um, You know, uh, my papi, my daddy even that is in a wheelchair now, um, and he cannot dance the same way he used to, we found a different way to dance together, so we still dance together. So uh, that's what we like to do on Sesame Street. Oh, my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. Do you play the guitar for everybody? I do. When they're dancing? Yeah. I do, Miss Louise. Well, I, when I'm dancing, I'm dancing because I love to move my arms. and I, I, But, but uh, when I play the guitar, I like to play the guitar and sing along. Yes. Oh, my gosh, that's so fun. We should all come to Sesame Street. Oh, you're more than so, welcome. <laughs> So you mentioned that your poppy uses a wheelchair. So are things a little different with your family since he is in a wheelchair? Yeah, yes, things are different. Um, and and but you know what? We we've been finding ways to do things, you know, in a different way. Um, and and some days are uh, good days, and some days are harder days. And um, when those hard days happen, I, I, I get all these feelings inside me, Louise, because I don't know, I, I, I get, you know, I don't know if I get angry or upset or, or worry or, or I don't know. Um, and the other day I was feeling my dad and Elmo noticed that I was a little sad and and we talk and he and I told him how I was feeling because I was feeling sorry that my papi and I we couldn't do things the same way together and um Elmo told me that he he talks to his mommy or daddy when he feels like that and and it helps him feel better and uh just talking to Elmo at that moment it made me feel much better so I, I went with my my mommy and my daddy, and I told them how I 
how I was feeling. And it was so nice to talk to them, Miss Louise, because they understood what I was going through. And my papi told me that he knew that he had some bad days but um, and that things changed. But the only thing that he didn't change was the love for me. So that made me feel better. And um, it made me feel better to talk to them. That is a great suggestion to talk to your friend Elmo or any kids can talk to their friends, but then reaching well, the friends, out to their mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I do too? I do um, something that really helps me is um, breath, take deep breaths. And we call them belly breaths because I put my hands in my belly and I take a, a, a breathe in. And I kind of feel like I in, like my belly goes like inflates like a balloon, and then I let the the air go little by little, so the balloon uh, the air in the balloon goes out, and every time I be- do belly breathes, it makes me feel better too. Oh my gosh, that was a great description of that. So all the kids listening, they can certainly do that as well. Is there anything else that you want to share with? some of our listeners that might help you just feel a little better if you're feeling a little sad? Yes, yes. Well, I also, um, I hug myself. Um, I, the, I thought it was kind of like weird. I'd rather hug somebody else. But when there's nobody around and I'm feeling, you know, a little down, I hug myself and that helps me a lot too. Yes. But, you know, the best thing is, for them to know that everything is going to be okay and that it's good that they talk to their mommies and daddies um, and their friends because they're not alone and it will pass. You're absolutely right. They are not alone and that everybody loves each other, right? That's the number yes. point there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So as we mentioned, we know, you mentioned it too, all of these steps that you do to help you know, make yourself feel a little better. They can help for military kids. Do you have any idea? What do you think is maybe the best thing about being a military kid, especially from oh. the ones you visited? <laughs> oh, I notice that all the military kids are are smart and and brave, and I think they're superheroes to me because they go through a lot. And and and, but I also think that they travel a lot. When I was in Germany, and when I was in Guam, and when I was in all those amazing places, um, I was thinking, wow, they get to see the world. That is so exciting. Um, so uh, they also learn a lot from other cultures, and I think that's really important. I think that will make them, they're going to make them um, a very special human beings when they grow up, traveling around the world. I agree. I agree. And it, you know, and like you, they can learn a different language, too, depending on where they live. So they can I expand see. on their language skills, yeah. Different languages, but I also think that that they have as a family because I had a friend in Germany in the military base there, and he told me all about their adventures that they had as a family. They used to go for hikes, and they used to go in those little magical towns in Germany. So as a family, they have great adventures too. Yes, they do. I agree. Well, my gosh, it was so wonderful to talk to you today, Rosita, and also Sabrina. 
Thank you guys both so much for being here. We especially appreciate all that Sesame Street is doing to help all our military families. Ms. So Louise, is, thank you so oh, much. Yes, well, thank you. And I, Rosita, I think you're a hero, too. You think the military kids are, but you do so much for military kids. I think you're a hero, too. Oh, thank you so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> so this concludes our podcast with Sesame Street. I want to thank you all again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org, like the MSEC on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. And please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact military-connected children. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.